Okay, Baruch Ma'abadam, welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem to the Kailalim Agad Perka, B'chol Makam Shahim. This is a special national uh, shir, L'Kavayid Chaydash Nisan, and the Yom Tov of Pesach Habalino L'Tayva. I want to thank uh, Rav Ezra Klein for the Reish Kailalim, for organizing uh, all the learning opportunities and for today's event. And if anybody wants to join our particular shir, we get together um, every Monday at 10.30 on this Zoom channel, or you could log in by calling in. Um, but the Koyla gets together daily, or wherever you may be. There are Koylim, uh, across the United States now. And I want to thank uh, my good friend Reb Chaim Fuhr for uh, organizing today's event. And without further ado... We're now holding in the week of Shabbos, Parshas Pekudei, Shabbos Chazak, Parshas HaChoydesh, Shabbos Mavarchim Nisan. So we want to uh, speak about all of these in Yanim together. Namely, we want to speak about the Parsha, Parshas Pekudei. We want to speak about Parshas HaChoydesh, Habaolino Latoiva. And of course, we want to speak about Choydesh Nisan and the Yom Tif of Pesach. So in the Sefer Shalsuchuvas Avnei Nezer of the Rebbe of Sachachov, the Avnei Nezer of Avram Bornstein in Archaim Simon Shinlamidvav, he uncovers an amazing revelation about the Yamtif of Pesach and Chodesh Nisan. And uh, the Avnei Nezer says as follows. He responds to his questioner, to the Shoyal, and he says, Yikarasa Higiani. I re- I uh, I got your letter. Erev Shabbos Ben Hashmoshes. I got the letter Friday late in the day. Davar Asher Bikesh Lahashavlai Aleza Sveikas B'Mili Depischa. And uh, you wanted, you're asking questions about a number of items relevant to the Yom Tif of Pesach. Imki Hakosha Lishal. You're asking very good questions. However, says the Avnei Nezer, these days are of, of great value. Every hour of Chodesh Nisan is the equivalent of an entire day. This is the great uh, statement of uh, the Avnei Nezer, that every hour in Chodesh Nisan is the equivalent of an entire day. And the question is, what does he mean? One may... Uh, say, on a simple level, it's the busiest time of the year. Chodesh Nisan is the busiest time. You have to get the matzos, you have to prepare for Pesach, you have to prepare, uh, clean the house from chametz, prepare for the Seder. It's literally the busiest time of the year. Time is at a premium, and every hour is the equivalent of an entire day. But the Avnei Nezer is not writing poetically. There must be something more here than just, it's a busy time, what does the Avnei Nezer mean that every hour is the equivalent of an entire day? By the way, in the official biography of the Avnei Nezer, in the Sefer Abir Haroyim, Chilak Beis, Ois Reish Samach Dalet, he quotes from the Avnei Nezer's son, the Shem Shmuel. I'm very proud to say my grandmother's father was the last Rav of the city of Sachachav. In fact, my grandmother, Leha Shalom, says she saw the Shem Shmuel. And uh, the Shem Shmuel writes that during the days of Nisan, if you look at my father, the Avnei Nezer, he was very tarod, and he was mesabi v'hoylech His mind was like in the upper worlds. So again, the Avnei Nezer very much valued the Zman of Chodesh Nisan. And uh, we want to know what exactly is this expression that Yomim Elu Yikrei Ha'erech Shah Liyoyim so we go to um, many people's favorite halacha. There is a joy in life that a Gentile can never appreciate. And that is the great simcha and hana of going into a shul, especially on a Monday or a Thursday, figuring that the davening will take an extra, I don't know, five and a half minutes because it's the long tachnon. And then to experience the great me'ein oilam haba of the gabai giving a clap on the bima and there's a chasen in the shul and you don't say, you don't have to say tachnon that is a pleasure in life that a goy will never appreciate. However, many people uh, very much enjoy chaydesh nisan 
And that is because of what is brought in Masech Soifrim, Perik Chaf Aleph, Halacha Aleph. The Masech Soifrim says that the Minog Rabbi Seinu is to fast three days, Keneged, the fast of Mordechai and Esther, after Purim, Monday, Thursday, and Monday. So there is a Minog Yisrael to fast three days, Monday, Thursday, Monday, after Purim, Keneged, Shloishas Yamim, Laila Vayoyim, Gama Niven Aroitzai, Atsum Kain. Asks the Masech the Soifrim, so why don't we fast in Chodesh Nisan? Says Masech the Soifrim, because on the first day of, of Nisan, the Mishkan was put up. And for 12 consecutive days, the Nesiyim brought Karbanais. Each day, a different Shevet brought a Karban. So each day that you bring a Karban is a Yomtif. And then, after that, you have Yomtif itself. And then, after that, says Masech the Soifrim, the base of Mikdash is going to be built in Nisan. L'fikach ein oimrim tachnon, kol yimei Nisan. Therefore, you don't say tachnon for the whole month of Nisan. And this is brought in the Shulchan Aruch, in Simen Tavchav Tesef Beis, ein noiflin al pneim b'chol chaydesh Nisan. We don't say tachnon the whole Nisan. Now this is certainly worthy of our attention because obviously you're not going to say Tachnon on Pesach and you're not going to say Tachnon on Isruchag. But why don't you say Tachnon the whole month? Why should you not say Tachnon the entirety of the month of Nisan? And the Beis Yosef is bothered by this kasha and it's quoted by the Magen Avram and the Beis Yosef says as follows. The first 12 days of the month, so the Nisim brought their Karbanos, so it was a yomtiv for the Nisim. And then you have Erev Pesach, and then you have Pesach, and then you have Isruchag, and the Beis Yosef advances the following lambdas. Yatsa Roiv HaChodesh B'Kedusha, the majority of the month has already passed in Kedusha, Lefikach Oisin Kulay Kadosh, therefore we make the whole month holy. In other words, what the Beis Yosef is saying is that it's not, uh, it's not entirely true. Not every single day of Chodesh Nisan has its own independent reason not to say Tachnon. But since the majority of the month has a reason not to say Tachnon, the first 12 days, Erev Pesach, Pesach, Isruchag, therefore we apply the, ru- the rule, Rubai Kekulai. Now, comes the Chsam Soifer, in his Hagois and Shulchan Aruch, and he brings the Kasha of the Achreinim. Now, which Achreinim does he refer to? One of the Achreinim that he refers to is Shasachus Knesset Yecheskel Simen Kuf Yud Zayin. Okay. By the way, how do you remember Kuf Yud Zayin? Because that's the number of years that we worked in Mitzrayim. What are you talking about? We're at 117. What do you mean? 117 years from the, the death of Levi. When uh, the last of the Shvatim, until we left Mitzrayim, the Medrash says 117 years, that's why there are 117 Psukim and Shir Ashirim, Halach Ma'anya, Diachol Avasem Ra'ad Mitzrayim, Rashi Tevois, Gematria, 117, says the Chida. So this is the Kasha, the Knesset, Yicheskel, Simen, Kuf Yud Zayin. The question is, what about Yud Gimel Nisan? The first 12 days I get, first 12 days, the Nesim brought their Karbanis. Yud Dalid, Zarev Yamtif. Then you have Pesach. But what about Yud Gimel Nisan? That is the kasha of the Knesset Yecheskel that is cited by the Chassam Seifer. Now I found in the ancient Sefer, Sefer Hamin Hagim of Rabbi Isaac Tirna, he addresses this question regarding Yud Gimel Nisan and he says very simply, Yud Gimel Nisan is Isruchag. The Nisim brought their Karbanos, Aleph through Yud Beis, and Yud Gimel Nisan is Isruchag. That is the answer of Rabbi Isaac Tirna in the Sefer Hamen Hagim. But I always wondered about this question. What is the question? What happened on Yud Gimel Nisan? What do you mean, what happened Yud Gimel Nisan? Why do you need a reason for Yud Gimel Nisan? You have the first 12 days of Nisan. You have Erev Yamtif. You have Yamtif. So you have the first 12 days. You have Erev Yamtif. Yamtif in Esruchag, which is at least 10 days. 12 and 10 is 22. You're ready, good to go. That's the uh, Rav of the Chodesh. Who cares about Yud Gimel Nisan? What exactly is the question? Oh, what about Yud Gimel Nisan? What about it? What, why does there have to be a reason for Yud Gimel Nisan? So I thought to say that if you don't have a reason not to say Tachna on Yud Gimel Nisan, you don't have a Rav. You have 12 days, which is a Miot. You have another 10 days, which is a Miot. 
and you cannot be mitzarev two miyots to create the roif. In other words, you would still say tachnon. If you just are going to deal with the first 12 days and then the block of 10 days, you don't have a roiv. You need to have a long, contiguous block of time not to say tachnon in order to apply the lamdus of hal v'yatsa roiv ha-choydesh b'ktusha. So therefore, we need to bridge the gap between the first 12 days and the next 10 days. And hence, the achorinam ask, what happened to Yud Gimel Nisan? That's what you have to say. And you could bring a raya to the seaside. Because we all know that during the month of Tishrei, we do say Tachnan. Why do we say Tachnan in the month of Tishrei? Let's make a cheshven. You have two days Rosh Hashanah. You have Erev Yom Kippur. You have Yom Kippur. You have the four days in between Yom Kippur and Sukkot. Then you have in Chutz La'aretz, you have Sukkot, which is, we're up to eight, another eight days. That's 16 days. Plus Isru Chag. That's 17 days, so you have a roiv. Ah, so you'll say, yeah, you have a roiv, but you don't have one contiguous block of time that creates a roiv. You have Rosh Hashanah, and then it's split up. Then you have Erev Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur, four days. Now here's where it gets tricky. Because in, in, in Chutzaretz, you have, we're up to six, we have nine days of Yom Tif, that's 15, and Isruchag, that's 16, you already have the majority of the month. However, maybe in Eretz Yisrael, you only have eight days of Sukkot and Isruchag, so you only have 15 consecutive days, so you don't have one contiguous block of time, you only have 15 days, which is not a roiv, and perhaps then that is the reason why the Achroinim ask that you should have to, what, how do you account for the 13th day of Nisan? There's nothing significant and special about the 13th day of Nisan. Hence, you don't have a block of Zman, which is Roiv of the Chodesh. So therefore, we're back to the question of the Achroinim. What do you do with the 13th day of Nisan? And so far, we saw the answer of the Sefer Haman Hagim, of Rabbi Isaac Tirna. But I want to share with you a pshat that I saw from the Shlah HaKadosh. Shlah HaKadosh says, your Gimel is very simple. The first 12 days, the Nesiyam brought their Karbanais. However, we know that Aaron HaKoyen had Chalishas Hadas when he found out about the offering of the Nesiyam. And Aaron HaKoyen felt bad that he didn't have a share in the offering of the Nesiyam. And Hashem said, don't worry, you light the Menorah, your Madlik Umeitavis Haneroiz, Shalcha Gedoyla Mishalahem. So what did Aaron do? What did Shevet Levi have? Shevet Levi had the Hadlakas HaMenorah. Yud Gimel Nisan is Keneged Shevet Levi and the Hadlakas Hamanayim. So in fact, not only are the first 12 days the Yamim Toivim of the Nesim of Ruvain through Binyamin, but even Yud Gimel is Keneged Shevet Levi in the Hadlakas Hamanayim. So Yud Gimel is also accounted for, says the Holy Shlach HaKadosh. Coming back to the Chsam Soifer, the Chsam Soifer in the Hagoy San Shulchan Aruch again asks this question, what do you, what do, you do with Yud Gimel Nisan? And the Chassam Soifer says three answers. Answer number one. Who is the twelfth Shevet? Who is the twelfth Shevet that is Makriv on the twelfth day of Nisan? That is none other than Achira ben Enon Lamate Naftali. What kind of carbon did the Nesim bring in the Chanukah Samazbech? They brought a carbon Shlamim. Now the carbon shlamim, how long, how long do you have to eat the carbon shlamim? You have two days to eat the carbon. That means, uh, Naftali could have eaten it on the 12th of Nisan and on the 13th. So says Achsam Soifer, the 13th of Nisan is the second day of the Achila of the carbon of the Nasi of Shevet Naftali. That's the first answer of Achsam Soifer. Answer number two of Achsam Soifer. Says of Samsoifer, if you look in the Medrash, you'll find that the city of Sedaim was overturned on the 16th day of Nisan. Which means the Malachim came to Avraham the day before, namely the 15th day of Nisan. So the Malachim came to Avraham on the 15th day of Nisan. Okay. Which means the Malachim came to Avraham on the third day of his Mila. Came to Avraham on the third day of his Mila. Then what day was the Yom HaMila of Avraham on Yur Gimel Nisan? Ah! Oh, Says of Samsoifer, the special significance of, of the 13th day of Nisan, it's Yom Milasai Shel Avraham Avin. Okay, and finally, the third answer of Samsoifer. 
is that the year the Jewish people erected the Mishkan, Rosh Chodesh Nisan fell out on Sunday, like it does this year, which means Erev Pesach came out on Shabbos, like it does this year, which means they couldn't bring the Karban Chagiga on Erev Pesach, they brought it on Yud Gimel, and therefore the year of the Hakamas HaMishkan, Yud Gimel Nisan was also a Yomtiv, so the first Hakrava of the Karban Chagiga was brought on Yud Gimel Nisan, Therefore, it is always stamped and etched as a yomtif, and therefore, the first twenty-two in Chutzar in Eretz Yisrael and twenty-three days in Chutzares are stamped forever and ever as a yom, as a yom of um, a yom and toivim. And therefore, since the majority of Chodesh Nisan is yomtif, we apply the principle Hol Viyatsa Roiv. Hachodesh be kedusha. This is the answer of the Chassam Seifer. Comes the Masarekeach. The Masarekeach is Rabbi Lazar Rekeach of Amsterdam, and he says that if you look in Masech the Seifrim, nowhere will you find this lumdus, which was which is invented by the Beis Yosef, that the reason you don't say Tachnon in Chodesh Nisan is Hoyl. No, this is not brought anywhere in Masech Seifrim. In fact, if you look at the Masech Seifrim, the Masech Seifrim says there's a, a different reason why you don't say Tachnon for the entirety of the month of Nisan, and that is the Masech Seifrim ends as follows. Masech Seifrim says, 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 in the future, the Beis Hamikdash is going to be built in Chodesh Nisan. Says Masech the Seifrim that in the future the Beis Hamikdash is going to be built on Rosh Chodesh Nisan in Nisan. Excuse me, in the month of Nisan, and the the Masoretach explains that in the future the Beis Hamikdash will be built on the fifteenth day of Nisan. Now. You can't have a Beis HaMikdash if Amalek is around. So first you're going to have to destroy Amalek, and then you can build a Beis HaMikdash. So when are we going to destroy Amalek? Erev Pesach. As if you had nothing better to do on Erev Pesach, you're busy grinding your charoises. And if you know how to do it, you have a geshmak, a hammer, with like some, you know, a grooved hammer. So as you're, you're grinding the charoises, you know, somebody might pass an Amaleki before you, and you'll give it a little, you know... Clap, Iber and cup, and uh, maybe you could kill two birds with one stone. Uh, but says the Master Ekech, Melchemes Amolik will take place Erev Pesach, Binyan Beis Hamikdash will take place Tesvav Nisan. But the big dilemma is when will we be Mechanich, the third Beis Hamikdash Sheyavoy B'mher V'yaminu? Says the Master Ekech, we will not be able to inaugurate the third Beis Hamikdash on Pesach because Ein Ma'arvin Simcha Simcha. And therefore, we will inaugurate it in the seven days remaining from Chodesh Nisan that are not accounted for. The first 12 days, the Hakravas Hanasim. The 13th day, we already provided five reasons for. Either it's Isru Chag for the Nasim, like the Sefer Amin Hagim says, or it's, as the Shla HaKadosh says, it's the Yom for Shevet Levi. Or as the Chassam Soifer says, it's the second day of the Hakrava of the Achila of Achira Ben Enon. Or it's Yom Ilasa Shal Avram Avinu. Or the Chassam Soifer says it's the Yom Hakravas Hachagiga, the first year in the Midbar. Then you have Erev Pesach. Then you have eight days or nine days of Pesach. Then you have Isru Chag. And the following seven days, the last remaining seven days of Nisan, will be the Chanukah, the inauguration of the third Beis Hamikdash. So it comes out, says the Master Rekeach, every single day of Chodesh Nisan is Kadosh, is accounted for, has its own independent reason not to say Tachnon. By the way, the Ichsam Soifer also brings this down in his Hagois, as well as the Kafachayim, brings down this Maser Rekech, that even the final seven days of Nisan are accounted for. But Marvar Abosai, it's interesting, not everybody agrees that the third Beis Hamikdash will be inaugurated and the final seven days of Chodesh Nisan. I'm sure many of you are bothered by the question that if you look in the Malbim and Sefer Ezra, Parag Vav, Pesach Tesvav, the Malbim says that the Chanukah of the third Beis Hamikdash will take place in Chodesh Adar 
namely on the 23rd day of Adar until Chaydesh Nisan. So it's not unanimously held that the Chanukah of the third base of will be a Nisan, but this is the opinion of the Masa Rekech. The Aruch HaShulchan also comes in on the action. And the Aruch HaShulchan observes the fact that this Lamdos of Hoyl V'yatzer Rav HaChodesh B'Kedusha is the um, not unanimously held. In other words, this is, so to speak, the invention of the Beis Yosef. The Beis Yosef invented this Lamdos of Hoyl V'yatzer Rav HaChodesh B'Kedusha. And the Aruch HaShulchan therefore says there's another reason why we don't say Tachnon in the whole month of Nisan. And that is, does anybody know, what is the mazel of Chodesh Nisan? What is the uh, astrological sign of the month of Nisan? The mazel of Chodesh Nisan is the tle, the sheep. Now the sheep is the god of the Egyptians. Says Aruch HaShulchan, that is why, as the makos are coming by makos arbe, by makos barad, Paroi was very contrite, and Paroi was very humbled, and Paroi said, Hashem HaTzadik, Vani Ami HaRashoim. And even, but when it came to Makas Arbe, all of a sudden, Paroi was emboldened. Vayigoresh Oisam, Paroi chased down Moshe and Aaron. And then Makas Choyshech, Paroi was even more brazen. I'll toys it, Rosh I don't want you, you're not going to see my face ever again. I don't understand. Paroi was, was already humbled. He already said, Hashem HaTzadik, Vani Ami HaRashoim. What changed? What caused this turnaround? Says the Aruch HaShulchan Simen Tav Chaf Tesif Aleph through Gimel. Paroi knew that the mazel of Mitzrayim was the Tleh. And as the Chodesh Nisan was coming closer and closer, Paroi felt more empowered and more emboldened. If he could just stick it out until Chodesh Nisan, maybe he'll be able to hold on to Klal Yisrael. And therefore, when Chodesh Nisan came, Paroi said, That's it! You're never going to see my face again! Get out of here, Moshe and Aaron! So the Rebbe Hashem tells Moshe and Aaron, this month that belonged to Paroi, that belonged to Mitzrayim, that they were boiteach in hachoydesh hazeh, this month, that the Egyptians think that their God controls hachoydesh hazeh lochem, this month will be your month. From now on, the month of Nisan, which belonged to Mitzrayim, this month I will show how I am Meshadein Marchei Mazolois, and this month belongs to you, and therefore says the Yerach since in this month, the power of Egypt was broken, and the Rebbe Sham demonstrated his kayach and his power to control nature. The entirety of the month of Nisan is Kulai Kadosh. And now we come to my favorite offering of all. And that is the offering of the Shlach Kadosh. I'll tell you the truth. The first thing I ever printed was this Shlach HaKadosh to answer the question of the Beis Yosef. Again, the Beis Yosef seems to have been Mechadesh Alamdas, that the reason why we don't say Tachnan in the month of Nisan is because since the majority of the month is accounted for, therefore we don't say Tachnan the whole month. Comes the Shlach HaKadosh and he says uh, an amazing idea. We're going to lane this Shabbos, Shabbos Parshas HaChodesh. This month is for you, the beginning of the months. And think carefully about this pasuk. This month is for you, the beginning of the months. It is the beginning for you, the Pasuk is very repetitive. It, it says, Why does it have to say, It already says, Says the Shlach HaKadosh, The month of Nisan is different than any other month. This month will be for you, Every day in Nisan has the Kedusha of Rosh Chodesh. It's also the first month of the year. The Pasuk is enunciating two principles. Number one, This month will be for you, Every day of Nisan has Kedushas Rosh Chodesh. 
Beis Nisan has Kedusha Sorosh Chodesh. Yud Gimel Nisan has Kedusha Sorosh Chodesh. Chav Hei Nisan has Kedusha Sorosh Chodesh. HaChodesh Hazel Lachem Rosh Chodeshim. Every month of Nisan has Kedusha Sorosh Chodesh. And Rishon Hu Lachem Lachachi Hashana. Now, we're going to try to explain what does this mean that every month in Nisan has Kedusha Sorosh Chodesh. But this is the great revelation of the Shlach HaKodesh that every month of Nisan is Neskadesh B'Kedushas Rosh Chodesh. And therefore, we could come back and answer the question, why don't we say Tachnon in the entirety of the month of Nisan? Not every day is accounted for. What about Yud Gimel? What about the days after Pesach? And the answer is no. Every day a Nisan has Kedushas Rosh Chodesh. And therefore, every day has its own independent reason why we don't say Tachnon. And we could say, Chal HaChodesh the entire month, every single day, is holy. So uh, we just learned about the significance of each day in Chodesh Nisan. And by the way, if anybody would like to um, see this inside, we just learned Maimer Aleph, uh, the Sefer, uh, my humble Sefer on Pesach called Magad Rakia. Uh, I actually started with the question from Maimer Bez. And uh, if anybody wants to get a hold of that safe, it's available in farm stores, or you could order it from the website, rabbidg.com, and with free delivery before Yomtev. Let's now move on to the next Indian. And that is, let's move on to the Indian of what exactly does it mean that every day in Chodesh Nisan has Kedusha Rosh Chodesh. By the way, today is a very important day on the calendar. This might be the most important day in the year. Really? What happened today? Today is the first day of creation. Adar, Elokim What do you mean? I thought, uh, I thought the reason why we say Slichais in Chodesh Elul is because that's when Hashem... No, no, no. That's according to Rabbi Elezer, who says the world was created in Tishrei. We don't paskin like Rabbi Elezer. We paskin like Rabbi Yeshua. Benisan Nivra Ha'olam. And Memela, Benisan Nivra Ha'olam means Adam Rishon was created on the first day of Nisan. And therefore, the first day of creation was Chafhe Adar, Benisan Nivra Ha'olam, Benisan Nigalu, Uvenisan Asidin Ligael. And the Munkacher in the Sefer, Shai Yisaschar, wants to know, just because Rebbein Shalom redeemed us in Chaydesh Nisan the first time around, why does that mean that Rebbein will redeem us again in Chaydesh Nisan the second time around? What exactly is this Svara? of Benisa Nigalu Uvenisa Nasidun Ligal. Okay, now I want to take a break. I want everyone to take out a Chumash. Okay, I'm sure you all have a Chumash at home. Please take out a Chumash. You could use a Mekrois Gadoilois. You could use Art Scroll. You could use Sincino. You could use Feldheim. You could use Mitsuda. You could use your Yiddish Beis Yehudas. You could use Dershu. Yeah, whatever you want to use. All, all Chumash are acceptable. Parshas Pekude, Perek Mem, Pasuk Bez. I want to point out Ha'ara in the Psukim, and you're going to be so uh, grateful to me that even uh, Ilan in South Africa is going to be happy that I uh, pointed this out. Ilan, I spot you. Don't worry. You can't hide over there. We got you. But um, Ilan is in, in uh, quarantine over there. Okay, but soon everyone will be vaccinated and you'll be on the Madrig of Moshe Rabbeinu. You'll be able to remove the Masveh Bevoyoy El Yisrael. Okay, turn to Parag Mem, Pasuk Beis. B'yoyim ha-choydesh ha-rishoyin be'echad la-choydesh takim es ha-mishkan o'yom ha-yid. On B'yoyim ha-choydesh ha-rishoyin. On the day of the first month. Could somebody just tell me what that means? That's all I want to know. I don't have very complicated questions. What does it mean, Biyoim Hachoidasharishain? On the day of the first month. That doesn't make any sense. Biyoim Hachoidasharishain. Anybody have an explanation for that? Biyoim. It should leave out the word Biyoim. It should say Bihoidasharishain. What in the world does it mean? Biyoim Hachoidasharishain. It never said the word yoim means calendar date. What does it mean? Biyoim hachoydesh harishain. 
What does it mean the day of the first month? Whatever, even if it means the daylight, it still doesn't make sense. What does it mean the day of the first month? The first month is a month. So which day? The day of the first month? It's just the Pasuk and Chumash, you know. I know, Toysus, you could tell me, what about a Pasuk and Chumash? Read the Pasuk. Biyoim Hachoydesh Next, interesting question. The Yalkut Ruveni in Parshas Lechacha brings that Rivan Shem tells Avraham Avinu, Tikaver Beseva Taiva. You will be buried at a good, ripe old age. What does it mean at a ripe old age? Taiva. The month of Taiva, that's the month of Teves. In fact, the Rashi Tevois of Tikaver Beseva Taiva is Teves. Says the Yalkut Ruveni, Avraham Avinu was Nifter in the month of Teves. By the way, the, the Seder Hadorois also brings down that Avinu passed away in the month of Teves. That's very nice. Good for the Yalkut Ruveni. But how could that be true? How in the world could Avram Avinu have passed away in the month of Teves? There is a Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Yud Ahmed Beis, going on to Yud Aleph Ahmed Aleph, that brings the Machlekes Reb Lezer and Reb Shua, where the Ava is born in Tishrei and Nifter in Tishrei, or born in Nisan and Nifter in Nisan. But everybody agrees, Avram Avinu was either Nifter in Nisan or Nifter in Tishrei. But he was not Nifter in Teves. So what does the Yalkut Ruveni mean that Avram Avinu was Nifter in the month of Teves? And you know who's bothered by this question, none other than Chacham Yosef Chaim, the Benishchai. And the Benishchai says, how can the Yalkut Ruveni say? That Avram Avinu was Nifter in the month of Teves, but we know that Avram Avinu was Nifter either in Tishrei or in Nisan. And the Benishchai brings an amazing tradition of the Sefer Karnayim, which is an ancient Kabbalistic work. That the month of Nisan incorporates all the months of the year. There are months in Nisan that are Tishrei months. There are months in Nisan that are Cheshvan months. There are months in Nisan in Nisan that are Kislev, Teves. There are months of Nisan that are Av months. Ah! Oh, when the Yalkut Ruveni says that Amravinu passed away in Teves, he means he passed away in Nisan on the month, on the days of Nisan that correspond to Chodesh Teves. So it's not a stira. The Gemara is right. Avram was Nifter in Nisan. But when in Nisan did Avram pass away? Since there are days in Nisan that correspond to Teves, he was Nifter in Nisan, the days in Nisan that correspond to Teves. Based on this comment of the Ben Yehoyada, the Agra de Kala, not to be confused with the Agra de Perka, not to be confused with the name of your Kailal, the uh, Bnei Yisachar wrote, of course, the Bnei Yisachar, he wrote Agra de Kala, he wrote a Sefer Agra de Perka. In the Agra de Kala, on this week's Parsha, he reveals to us the deeper meaning of what does it mean that Nisan incorporates all the months of the year, and he quotes the tradition of Rav Menachem Mendel, um, he quotes the uh, tradition, excuse me, of the Choyza Milublin. The Choyza Milublin, he would write down on each day of Nisan what is going to happen in the corresponding month of the year. Says uh, the uh, Bnei Yisachar in the Sefer Agra de Kala, the first 12 months of Nisan correspond to the 12 months of the year. So the first day of Nisan corresponds to the whole month of Nisan. And the second day of Nisan corresponds to Iyar. And the third day of Nisan corresponds to Tammuz. And the fourth day of Nisan corresponds to Av. And the fifth day, Elul. And the sixth day, Tishrei. And the seventh day, Cheshvan. I think I skipped. But each day of Nisan corresponds to a different month of the year. So the fourth month of the year is uh, Tammuz, and the fifth is Av, and the seventh is Tishrei, and Teves is the tenth month of the year. Teves is the tenth month of the year. So each day of Nisan corresponds to another day. By the way, the Chayzim Leblin would write down on each day of the year, uh, each day of Nisan, what, what is going to happen in that year, in that particular month. Interestingly, the Chayzim Leblin did not write what would happen in the fifth month of the year, and that's because in that year, Menachem Av, the Chayzim Leblin passed away. And as Talmudim realized, the reason why he didn't 
uh, div- prophetically predict what would happen in the month of Av is because he wouldn't be around in the month of Av. Oh, comes Agar the Pirka and says, now we could understand the simple passing in this week's parsha. Biyoyim hachoydesh harishain. On the day of the first month. What day in the Jewish calendar corresponds to the month of Nisan? The answer is the first day of Nisan. Biyoyim hachoydesh harishain. On the day of the first month. What day in the calendar corresponds to the first month of the year? The Pasuk continues. The first day of the month. So this Pasuk is really bringing out this Yesoid that the Benish Chai speaks about in general terms. Namely, that the month of Nisan corresponds to all the months of the year. And the Chayzim of Lin explains in more detail that each day of Nisan corresponds to another month. Now we understand the meaning of the Pasuk in Pekudeh. On the day of the first month. What day of the year corresponds to the first month? The first day of Nisan. Comes the Shari Yisachar, who by the way is the Munkacher, who quotes his Zayda, the Bnei Yisachar, and he says, now we understand why Benisan Nigalu u Benisan Asidam Ligal. Each day of Nisan corresponds to another month of the year. Which day of Nisan corresponds to Nisan? The first day of Nisan corresponds to Nisan. Which Nasi was Makriv on the first day of Nisan? Nachshon ben Aminadav of Shevet Yehuda. That means the month of Nisan is the month of Shevet Yehuda, of the Malchus Beis David. Hence, the reason why the whole month is um, inclined, is is uh, opportune for Mashiach to come is because this is the month of Shevet Yehuda and this is the month of David HaMelech. By the way, the Shar Yisachar explains that this gives us an insight into why Shabbos Hagadol is called Shabbos Hagadol. You know why Shabbos Hagadol is called Shabbos Hagadol? Shabbos Hagadol was originally the 10th month of Nisan. The 10th month of Nisan corresponds to Chodesh Teves. Now, Chodesh Teves, the Sefer Hayitzira writes, the Rebbe Shem created it by being Mekasher Gedi, by tying the goat. Oh, what day of Chodesh Nisan do we tie the goat to the bedpost? Shabbos Hagadol, Shabbos Hagadol. We're Mekasher the Gedi to the bedpost. Furthermore, what is the Siruf, what is the permutation of the name of Hashem for Chodesh Teves? That emanates from the Pasuk. Gadlu Lashem Yiti Uneroimim Hashem Yachtav The Seifei Tevois Of Gadlu is ends in a Vav. Lashem ends in a Hey. Yiti ends in a Yud. Uneroimim ends in a Hey. That corresponds to Chodesh Teves. And it says Gadlu. So Shabbos HaGadol corresponds to the month of Teves. Because it is the day that from which we learn out the godless of the name of Hashem. Now I would like to add um, a new chedosh, a new reason why it's called Shabbos Hagadol. By the way, you know what Rashi says. Rashi writes in the Sefer HaPardes that the reason why it's called Shabbos Hagadol is because people come to the drasha and the rabbi speaks and he speaks and he speaks and he speaks. And it seems like the day is never going to end. It seems like the day has more than 24 hours in it. Says Rashi, that's why it's called Shabbos Hagadol. It seems like the day is so long. By the way, this year it's, it's going to really be Shabbos Hagadol. Because this year, it's Arab Pesach Shechaliyas B'Shabbos. So there's even more for the rabbi to talk about. So it's going to be even a longer drasha. So the day is really never going to end. By the way, Rashi says that's why Yom Kippur is called Soimaraba, the great day, because it's you're in Shul the whole day. It's like the day's never gonna end. That's what Rashi writes. Not, I'm not, don't take my word for it. I want to say, you know why it's called Shabbos Hagado? Because Shabbos Hagado is Yod Yod Nisan um, in the original year that we're taking out Mitzrayim. Who was Nifter on Yod Nisan? Well, according to the Ben Yehoyada. Avram Avinu passed away in Chodesh Teves. What do you mean he passed away in Nisan? No, he passed away on Nisan, the day that corresponds to Chodesh Teves. Now what day in Nisan corresponds to Chodesh Teves? Yud Nisan. Yud Nisan is the yard site of Avram. What is Avram Avinu called in Tanakh, in Yehoshua? 
Ha'adam Hagadol Ba'anokim, the great man among giants. Shabbos Hagadol, it's the day of Avraham Avinu, the Gadol. That's why it's called Shabbos Hagadol. Who was the, who in Tanakh is called the Gadol? The only person called the Gadol is Avraham Avinu, it's his yard site on Shabbos Hagadol. But Marv Rabbi say now we have a deeper understanding of the words of the Shla. The Shla said every day in Chaydesh Nisan has Kedushas Rosh Chaydesh. Why does every day in Nisan have Kedushas Rosh Chaydesh? Now we understand. Because every day is corresponding to another month of the year. It's like the father head of the whole year. It's like the embryonic material of the whole year. It's the Rosh of the whole year. Every month is represented in the first month of the year. Um, every month in Nisan has Kedushas Rosh Chodesh. Some days correspond to Tishrei. Some days correspond to Nisan. Some days correspond to Elul. The whole month is the month of Rosh Chodesh. Marvra Boisai, now we have a deeper understanding of the holy words of the Avnei Nezer. Where the Avnei Nezer says, every day of the month of Nisan is precious. Yikarei ha'erech shaliyoyim yechashev. Every hour is like a day. Why would every hour of Chodesh Nisan be like a day? The answer is, because this is the beginning of the year. This is the origin of the year. The mashal I like to give is, you know, um, nowadays the doctors are very big on preserving the uh, umbilical cord. Because from the umbilical cord, you could possibly regenerate any part of the body. Because whatever is like, the original formation of an embryo, whatever are the original cells from which the embryo developed, from there you could create any part of the child because that's the origin of the child. In the same way, the embryonic cells of the material that the year is made of is Chodesh Nisan. Chodesh Nisan is Chodesh Nisan is, so to speak, the embryonic fluid of the year, the the um, the original material of which the concept of Zman is made up of. And therefore, every hour of Chodesh Nisan has the significance of an entire day. In fact, the Chidushe Harim writes in his comments to Parshas HaChodesh, he says, that if a person would appreciate the value of Zman and Chodesh Nisan, loy hayinu mevatlem afilu rega, we would not be mevatel even one moment of Chodesh Nisan. So we have our, our work cut out for us. We're now embarking on the six days of preparation for the beginning of Chodesh Nisan. And let's truly treasure and value the time that we have ahead of us. And uh, I want to share with you one other subject regarding Chodesh Nisan and the Yemei Pesach Haba'alinu L'tayla. Uh, as we know, this is a month of a special opportunity, as we've tried to bring out. And especially the Yom Tif of Pesach has a special order to it. In fact, the night of the Seder is called Seder. So even someone who is uh, unorganized, even if you're not the kind of guy that makes lists, you know, some people every day they wake up, they make a list of what they need to do. And some people, they just do it. But even if you're not the most organized kind of person, the night of the Seder, before we get going, we say the Seder. We say a list. And by the way, the Seder Halayla was written by Rishonim. Some say Rashi. Others say from the other Baleyatosis. And the Shem Yishmol has a very important question. And that is the Shem Yishmuel asked, the one night of the year that we uh, claim that we're doing things based on a Seder, we go out of Seder, we go out of order. Because we know the typical order is Sur Meirav Asetayv. First, we, turn, we should turn away from evil. First, we should repair Avera. And then we could do good. And yet the night of the Seder, when we pride ourselves that everything we're doing is in order, we say, Kadesh Orchatz, sanctify yourself and then wash yourself. And as we know, this is not just order of operations, but this is sort of a guide of embarking on Avodas Hashem. This seems to be very much out of order. It should be first Rechatz and then Kadesh. First you clean and then you shine. First you 
Wash and then you sanctify. Sur Rava Asay Toy. But not the night of the Seder. The night of the Seder is Or Kaddish. First sanctify yourself and then Orchatz. Another interesting thing is we know that on the Yom Tov of Pesach we daven for Tal. As opposed to on Sukkot we daven for rain. On the Yom Tov of Pesach we daven for Tal. What is the meaning of that? Certainly... We know that that's when we uh, want the towel because it's the rainy season is over. But what is the deeper connection between praying for a dew and the Yom Tov of Pesach? Rabbi Yonis in the Yaros Devash, in his first drush, and he talks about this further in Chelek Beis, Drush Yud Beis, Rabbi Yonis has a classic interpretation of the Gemara in Mesech Tainis and Avdalet, where the Gemara says, Amar Rabrachya, Klal Yisrael asked, made an inappropriate request to the Rebbeinu Shalom, but the Rebbeinu Shalom responded correctly. Klal Yisrael said, Rebbeinu Shalom, please be like the rain to us. And God said, I will do better. God said, I, my daughter, I will be like the dew. The rain, people don't always want rain, but the dew, we always want the dew. I will be re- better than the rain I will be like the dew. Comes Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, and Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz says, what's the deeper meaning here? What was Klal Yisrael asking for? And what was the response to the Rebbeinu Shalom? Says Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, there's a major difference scientifically between rain and dew. Rain comes from the precipitation down here in this world. There's moisture in the atmosphere. It rises up. It then condenses in the clouds. And then it falls down. First, the precipitation starts down here in this world. It goes up, and then it comes back down. The dew, on the other hand, is not dependent on any precipitation down here. There is always moisture in the atmosphere in heaven. It condenses and it falls down. Says Rabbi Yonis and Ibishitz, the rain is symbolic of what is called the Sarusa de la'ila. Inspiration from above, uh, excuse me, is symbolic of what is called the Sarusa de la Sata. Inspiration from down here. The Riban Shalom deals with Klal Yisrael in two manners as well. One manner with which Riban Shalom deals with us is Riban Shalom says, look, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to give you Siata Deshmaya, but you have to put your best foot forward. Hashivenu Hashem Eilecha Vinashuva. Riban Shalom. Riban Shalom looks to see if we're going to take the first step and if we do our utmost and we do our part, Riban Shalom is Matzliach Dirachinu. And Riban Shalom says, you did your part, I will come in and I'll do my part. That is called Isarusa de Lasata. We take the first step and Riban Shalom takes us the rest of the way there. That is analogous to rain. However, there are times, says Rabbi Yonis and where Riban Shalom sees Klal Yisrael. And he sees that we're unworthy. And he sees we are naked and bare of mitzvahs. Like the Pasuk says, Ve'ad Eroim Ve'arya. And the Yvon Shalom says, I will inspire you and I will elevate you even if you don't do any effort on your part. That is called Isarusa de la'ela. That is analogous to the dew. The dew is the moisture of the atmosphere with no uh, participation of the moisture down here in this world. Klal Yisrael turns to Yvon Shalom. They thought that the way the Yvon Shalom works is HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to us, My daughter, Pischi li Pesach, Kechuda Shamachat. The Yibam Shalom says, My daughter, open up for me the size of a needle, and I'll open up for you. Wagons full, I will open up for you. I will open up for you doorways that wagons could go through. Klal Yisrael thought that the Yibam Shalom can only approach us if we approach Him. And therefore we say, Yibam Shalom, please be like the rain to us. And the Rebbein Shalom says, I will do better than that. I will, I will approach you. And I will come close to you. And I will inspire you with no effort on your part. I will be like the dew to Klal Yisrael. Says Rabbi Yonis, and Klal Yisrael thought the Rebbein Shalom only can come close to us if we come close to him like the rain. And the Rebbein Shalom says, no, sometimes I will inspire you with no effort on your part. Says Hagoin, Rav Meir, Shapiro, Rashiva of Chachmi Lublin, and the Sefer Imre Das. In Choydesh Tishrei, it's the month of Tshuva. 
It's the month that we have to put in our effort. And we have to come early and say slichas. And we have to repent. And we have to do tshuva, tefillah, and tzedakah. It's the month that we daven for rain. We say, we did our part, now you come in and you do your part. But the month of Nisan is a different kind of zman. It's the sarusa de la'ila. The Yubanisham says, I know you're empty. I know you're bereft. I know you can't take the first step. So I'm going to inspire you. And therefore, in the month of Nisan, we're mispalel for Tal, which is symbolic of the Riban Shom giving us spiritual achievements, even with no effort on our part, berachamim, merubim, and with complete and pure rachamim. That is the meaning. We're gonna, those who say um, piyutim, or those who say the yoytzrois, for parashas hachoydesh, we say in the Yoytzrois for this week's parsha, we say the month of Nisan is Chodesh Asher Yeshuais Makifais. Literally, it means it's a month that we're surrounded by salvation. But Ramanachem Mendel Mirimanov says in the Sefer Beiris Mayim Chidusha Rim brings down. There's another meaning of the word Makifais. Makifais could mean on credit. It's a month where salvation is on credit. It's a month where we're completely undeserving of Hashem's Rachamim. Where the Yavon is mashbia on us, rachamim, chesed, ruchnius, closeness, deveikos, hiskarvos, even though we don't deserve it. But we're going to have to pay him back in the 49 days of Svira. But right now the month of Nisan is the month of Tal. It's the month of Esarusa de la'ela. We did nothing on our part. You want to hear a, a gorgeous vart the Shem brings from Rebarach of Mezbesh. There are many miracles that took place in the time of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Dams, Fardeya, Kinim, Makas, Bechoyros. One of the miracles was Pesach. God jumped over our home. Why name the whole Yom Tiv Pesach? Was that the only miracle that transpired? Was that the only nest that took place? Why don't we name it? The Yom Tiv of Bechoyros, the Yom Tiv of Tzfardeya. Why Pesach? Says Rebarach of Mezbuz, the word Pesach is symbolic of the madriga that Klai Yisrael reaches during this man of the year, where typically it is incumbent upon us. Typically it is our responsibility. We have to open the door. And the Yerushalayim says, once you open the door, I will take you the rest of the way there. Typically the Yerushalayim says, Pizchi li Pesach kechudoy shamachat. Normally you need to open the door. But in the month of Nisan, Riban Shom jumps over the door. He, he obviates the need for us to open the door, to take the first step. Riban Shom says to us, you know what? During this month, I'm Michael, the fact that you have to open the door. You don't have to open the door. You just show up and I'll take you the rest of the way there. That's the, that su- summarizes, that captures the essence of what Pesach is. It's a Yom Tov with Riban Shom is Pasach ala Pesach. He jumps over the door. In fact, we know there's a minog bro in the Raman Simtaf Pei. To open the door, to keep the door open the night of the Seder, what is the symbolism of keeping the door open the night of the Seder? Rav Avram Shor brings in his Agada Halekach Vahalibov, the symbolism of keeping the door open the night of the Seder is to indicate that the night of the Seder, we don't have to open the door. All the doors have already been opened. The Yiban Shom opens up all the gateways, opens up all the doors the night of the Seder. The Yiban Shom takes us all the way. It's not a month of Geshem, it's a month of Tal. It's a month of Sheyeshuais Makifais. All salvation has already been given to us on credit. Marvra Aboisai, the Meshachachma says, in Parshas Vaaschanan, he quotes the Medrash, that the Riban Shalom says, Klal Yisrael, I am so close to you. Not only are you my daughter, you're my sister. Not only are you my sister, you're my mother. So we are called three names of endearment. My daughter, my sister, my mother. Says the these three terms of endearment describe three different Yom Tavim. Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. The Yom Tif of Pesach, we're, the, we're God's daughter. We're the Rav Shem's daughter. What does it mean we're his daughter? He does everything. He cares for us. He elevates us. He brings us close to him. 
He obviates the need for us to open the door. Our relationship with Hashem is, we're nothing. Yibam Shem takes us completely under His wing. We're His daughter. Comes the Yom Tif of Shavuos, and Hashem comes down on Har Sinai, but we count 49 days and we prepare for Him. So there's a mutually, a mutual coming of close, of Kal Yisrael and HaKadosh Baruch we're Hashem's sister. And then Sukkot, we do all the work. Sukkot, we do the tshuva. We prepare to be eligible for Hashem's love. Sukkot, Hashem, we're Hashem's mother, so to speak. But the Yom Tif of Pesach is the unique opportunity of the year where we don't, we're not cleaning ourselves off from our Averis. We're not even doing anything. We're just showing up at the Seder, so to speak. And the Shalom says, don't worry, this is the Zman of the year, I jump over the door and I obviate the need for you to take the first step. And it's a month of Tal and not a month of Geshem. And how we're learning that every day is invested with Kedushas Rosh Chodesh and every hour is like an entire day. V'kan ben Shoyel. So here's the million dollar question. Ma nishtana halayla hazamikol halaylois. If it's really a zaman of Tal, and a zaman of Isarusa de la'ila, and a zaman where the Riban Shalom carries us, and it's a zaman of Chodesh HaShoy Yeshuais Ma'kifais, then why do we literally have more mitzvahs the night of the Seder than every, any night of the year? Ba'av Wurzeh Avudraham says we have 12 mitzvahs, we have the Dalit Koisais, we have Matzah, we have Mara, we have Haroises, we wash our hands twice, and we have a tradition from Rabbi Hanan, who has a tradition from the Vilna Goin, that there are 64 mitzvahs the night of the Seder. It's literally more mitzvahs than we do any total month of the year, let alone night of the year. Well, if it's a month that Rebbe Shalom says, Hey, you're my daughter. It's the, it's the night of Tal. It's Arusa de Leila. So why so much avoida? We shouldn't do anything the night of the Seder. We should bring a hammock, lay back, and say, Rebbe Shalom, elevate me. Why all the avoida? Comes the Basayin, Rabbi Avram Doiv of Averich. We were just at his kever a short while ago, the last time we were in Eretz Yisrael, in, buried in Svas. The Basayin. And the Basayin writes that this question is the question of the Chacham. What are you getting so worked up about? The Matzah, the Moror, the Haroises, the, pre- the preparation, the Hachana, the Avoida. Wrong month! That's for Tishrei. The month of Nisan is the month of Tal. It's Arusa de la It's your, your Aram the area. You don't have to do anything in Nisan. It's Yeshua Ismaqifais. And that's a very good question. That's a very intelligent question. And the answer, says the Basayin, is Ein Maftirin Achara Pesach Afikanya. We say to the Chacham, you're right. Technically, we don't have to do anything. But anytime you're given a freebie, and anytime you're given a gift, easy come and easy go. Shabin Laila Hayo bin Laila Avad. It's like the Kikayan de Yaina. Anything you don't work for, it comes and it goes. If you want to hang on to it, if you want to savor the taste of all of these spiritual gifts that the Yibam is giving you for free, and it's on credit, and it's Tal, and it's Sarusa de Laila, you want to savor the flavor and you want to take it with you for the entire year. You want to be able to pack away these spiritual achievements so that this taste remains in your mouth, then you got to sweat and you got to work because anything that comes easy, you can't hang on to it unless you earn it. So yes, on the one hand, the month of Nisan, sit back, Harchev piyu v'amalei will just fill us up with spiritual attainment. But if you want all of that ruchnius to stay with you the whole year, then it behooves us to prepare for it and to work for it. And then we'll be zoicha to take all of these matanos with us throughout the whole year because Nisan really encompasses the whole year. Every day is a Rosh Chodesh. Every hour is an entire, is an entire day. May we be zoicha to utilize this very special zman Avnei Nezer says, the Zman is of such precious value, every hour is reckoned like a day. And as the Chidush Harim writes, that if we would appreciate the value of Chodesh Nisan, lo'i ha'yinu mevat lemafilu rega, 
we would not waste even a moment. So I want to wish everybody, um, thank An everybody for coming. In conversation Again, big yashikayach to Rabbi Ezra Klein for arranging the shiurim, shikayach to Rabbi Chaim Fuhr, and thanks everyone for joining, and bracha v'hatzlacha, all the best. Kal tov. Wonderful. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Shkoyach. Yeah. Bye.